change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. Welcome back to chapter three of the Heat of the Melanin podcast series. I'm your host, Taps. And today, unfortunately, my partner in crime, Trey, is currently away on business. Ah, oh, damn. Doing what black queens do, I suppose. Yeah, you know I mean, making that chatter. <laughs> you go, girl. So I thought I'd switch it up a little bit this episode and invite a very special guest for this chapter, Feeling the Melanin. Now, this is someone who I now consider a brother in these streets. Uh, he's an incredible artist, uh, creator, husband, and father. The incredibly talented MJ Wimoto. What's good, my G? Tabs, what's up, what's up? <laughs> Thank you for having me, bro. Nah, it's a pleasure, man. And that's why Aniko Anga Gunoku replaced a tray, and there's only one man that came to mind. Just because of how we vibe, man, I was like, nah, I gotta get this brother. Kuta Awiye pa pa this uh, chapter year here in the Melbourne, especially Ninya Tadakutaura. Uh, oh, since you know you're a black man like me and Tesetima Zimbabweans, I wanted to get into the psychology of the black man, Tumba Analyzer. But I wanted to jump in right. um pama stereotypes. What are some of the stereotypes at no Zikanwa? Now steric, same as Zimbabwean men. Tumbo tanga de papa, but tumbo tanga go penengura, as they say in Ambukanda. Tumbo tanga go penengura, some deep shana day, been learning. Kuti. Nirandi boma, di boma ka kati. Oboroga tiga, abo. Because ngai yaroma. Okay. Aiyah, let's just start from the top. Um, and you know what? I'm I'm just gonna go in here because. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Yeah. I think one of the stereotypes is Zimbabwean men, mm. we are unromantic. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> we get compared, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And whenever we get compared, like, who usually comes up? Like, mm. Nigerians. Mm, you know? mm. And it's like, no, really, like, the Nigerian guys, they... They do this well, they do that well, but Zimbabwean guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but don't you think you will go to Manyagimba? That comes from a culture, Yechi, Yechi snake oil salesman, Kaka reputation cow, because Vanoka Shandi Saka Kaka smoothness, Sika Kaka. Did you say snake oil? No, my face guy never said it. It my email, especially my cards. Yeah, you go down the. Did they? And we inherit a Maria got to chichi chichi. We go to Miraga two thousand. And can I release? They really, they're really good at that. They're really good at that. I, I, I do have to admit. I think that is a root of it because mm-hmm. they know how to sell themselves based on what you want from them, mm, mm. not who they are. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that comes off in the, and they're very charismatic just Mm. from a culture perspective. Mm. Like Nigerians don't mind being loud. Mm. They don't mind uh, being themselves, even in a situation where in any, as a Zimbabwean, I'm going to be very subdued. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because that's all, that's, that's just the nature. Come a conservative in this guy. But jumping on that, we talk about natural charisma that it seems the, the West Africans have, because it's not, it's not only just my Nigerians, my, my Ghanaians, you see that. Um, plenty yeah. of times I've seen YouTube, like my, my vloggers, my, my, my Ghanaians, and they've got that charisma with them. Do you think this is for my Zimbabweans? It's, it's, a, it's a consequence of colonialism because my British, they're known for being very conservative in the way they operate, um, the way they function society-wise, right? They're not the most brash out there people. Yeah. So... I guess I'm saying that to say maybe that's also a consequence of that, Kuti. We've lost we've lost that uh romantic side if we ever had it, because there's these always these assumptions you but muda. Right. So these expressions, because romance is an expression of of love, right? Or of desire, or I like you, so I'm gonna express that with these words and these actions. And like you're saying, kind of kanakarika stereotype katinakoga. From that history, we, we, we became very conservative. I don't know what we were before, obviously, what were we culturally? Were we very expressive? It seems like it might have been the case. I mean, you have to look at our, you only have to look at our traditional uh, dances, you know, like the nuendos in the dance and things like that. There was a lot of expression. It was essentially, culturally, we're very expressive, but somehow normalize our opinion on a day-to-day basis. That's kind of lost. Saka, do you think it may be we're not as very as romantic as maybe the, the West African brothers are? I'm interested to, to, to hear your take on that. It's uh, it's an interesting way you posed this because is it really colonialism um or it's 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 a lack of um establishing a, a true identity of what being Zimbabwean is. Mm. Um first of all first of all just as Zimbabweans, but I knew Truktara about men. Because I think one of the things that we suffer from just as Zimbabweans in general is we truly cannot pinpoint who we are. Mm. Yeah. And if we cannot pinpoint who you are. How then do you trace back even just the 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 little cultural practices like being sweet to your woman mm. or mm. only being sweet to a woman you fancy then switching up <laughs> thereafter? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? It's those things. Mm. So in 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 my mind, mm-hmm. colonialism might be an easier fallback yeah. than <laughs> confronting the reality that we really are a convergence zone mm. for, for people who came, um, you know, from the North, the East, mm-hmm. um, the West, and then the South coming up a little mm-hmm. bit. And then they, we became one area, but then within that, a lot of things were lost Mm-hmm. There. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that we cannot pinpoint where we're from mm-hmm. specifically mm-hmm. is probably the major problem. Yes, colonialism played a part in almost like 
killing the vibe. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you want to call yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, call it that. It, it definitely played a part in that. Mm. Um, but I think it goes beyond that. There's something behind. Yeah. That. I think, I think for me, what I would say, just analyzing as you're speaking, I think we're highly, we're highly Im- influenceable. Uh, I'm just going to make that word up. Right. As my Zimbabweans, um, I, nice I, I think, because <laughs> think about it, bro, right? Isusu, Isusu, uh, like my generation, right? I'm an OG to some extent, right? Um, Takakura Americanized, aesthetic. I was, when I was a teenager, I was in the era of the VHS and the Vanuvai recorder. Now your MTV raps, uh, MTV, the countdown, you know, whatever, you might, you might, and, Everybody wanted to be genuine. Everybody wanted to be Jodeci, right? I remember, you know, Boys to Men coming out, and, I, and I'm and I'm wearing a blazer in my shorts, right? You know, just that 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 whole thing. So I think with him, with one no influence was Derek Nema external forces, um, and it goes to your point, Yegutadegutu. Who are we at the end of it? Because when you look at West Africa, just to go back to those brothers, they have a sense. You get a sense, Yegutadegutu. They're plugged in to who they are as a people. There's just something about them when you see them, especially when they interact together. There's a there's a pride that's there in their national dress, in their food. You know, my arguments, I don't Twitter or Instagram, but who makes the best jollof rice? You know, my Ghanaians, I don't know my Nigerians, I don't know You know, there's that pride of place, right? And it's also for whatever reason, we don't, really, really have that. And I think not only does it translate to the us not being the most romantic, because I don't know, I think there's a disconnect with, you know, Yatina Seva Rumi's Black Zimbabwean men with our women. That that relationship, the, 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 the defining of what that relationship is. Now, when I talk about conservative, it kind of stifles how you express, right? And if it's something that the whites imposed on us and it's something that they controlled in us and it's something that those that were interacting would see that because even when you look at historical period pieces um, and you look at, I think even yeah, Yema Selvridges, that's, that's, a, that's a UK thing, I think, right? If I'm not mistaken with my history, yeah. there's always been a disconnect in British aesthetic, uh, a separation, it is very, very clear. And there was always this hierarchy, men down there. And I think it is something that they kind of somehow it permeated into our cultures in the sense that even you can imagine, even if you worked for for Massa, right? you know, house Negro. And do I think it's Makaki Sterik? how he, the man, is interacting with his children. You can hear a pin drop, right? Uh-huh. And, it, and it's like, okay, so, and, 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 yeah, I think I'm fans. I'm thinking, and is that the word? And is that the, the phrase? <laughs> the one, the one with the money, right? Uh, or the one that uh-huh. could make my life better, right? So there's this immediate need to want to to do that. And there's also this immediate need to want to reflect the hero in our personal lives, right? And this is not even good. 
but we're talking about mm-hmm. men in this instance. So you're seeing that and you're seeing what Mass is doing, how he, how he controls his family and adapting some of those things, right? Doing away with culture. For some reason, the culture is supposed to be blooded in us, but for whatever reason, it's not. And it's always been a... Con- it definitely is. Mm, and it's, a, very, it's, it's yeah. a weird, weird thing for me because you look at even the landscape of um, everything from our music, right? There's a... I radio too. Why? Because it was why. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that about John Chibadu, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. But... What why I said that specifically is because that's exactly how I felt. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, no, I, I got um, you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was whack at the time. It's like yo man, switch back to Radio Three and to Tony Braxton. So so you see, it's 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 weird in that I don't know, Kuti. Our sense of pride, Yaga maybe right to the point whereby because it is it is an agenda. And it is something that I think Trey and I are going to talk about at some point in the future. The influence, ne, the premeditated attack at Ketonevarungu in the 1800s. Wakudakuta conquer Africa. Baka wana simbari dukutangaraga mirase. Bakati, no, 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 no. We can't have them. We have to diminish the values in Ushawo. Wawana jedu isusu as the, the, the be all and end all. Right? Oh, yeah. And y- y- you know what? Um, just uh, from what you said, I think that that's where the backstory is. Mm-hmm. Backstory really um, goes to, uh, I think first, we are not rooted in our own culture and our own identity enough mm-hmm. um, to be able, or we were not rooted enough to be able to overcome um, the, 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 the charms of colonialism and everything mm-hmm. else. Not that it was charming, no. but <laughs> there was a way it was presented. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, so when colonialism was, 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 was in our face, it was more like, all right, let's just go with this. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't like, no, our own people, because can we say, uh, other African cultures or other African, um, uh, whatever they are, mm-hmm. tribes mm-hmm. can, did they lose everything because of colonialism? Mm. And I think that's a no, because even Nigeria was under attack mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But they still managed to overcome that or at least tweak their, their cultural, even tastes mm-hmm. for fashion uh, within the modern context of the world and still came out with something. This is why Zimbabwe doesn't have a national dress, mm, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we didn't have nothing in the first place. <laughs> so there was nothing to adapt to, to, to even uh, fashion, fashion, there was nothing. Mm. We didn't have it. Mm. So this is why I, I think with the culture, we just never had it in the first place. Mm. And then colonialism just worsened. That the whole shebang, yeah, that aspect. Some of the stereotypes that I've sort of kind of observed or heard being spoken of in terms of the description of of Zimbabwean men, and I think it becomes very um, it becomes very evident when you're interacting with Zimbabwean communities abroad because the pool to play with is very small, 
and is very particular. Oh, yeah. So it's almost like a concentration. The Petri dish is very concentrated in terms of you get the best and worst of our people, right? The box standard, I think, black male thing of being bad fathers, uh, you know, che- cheating, uh, you know, cheating is a major, major thing. Um, oh, in, is huge, in, in, in Etika, within the, the Zimbabwean male community, um, the, the, the hubris, the, the lack of accountability and so forth. I always talk about analyzing the man before we can even start to look at the community. Before, you know, we're going to look at the country, mm-hmm. you have to analyze the man. And uh, the disease is within the man. And the, the things that we're talking about, everything from the big egos to the toxicity to the sexism, to being bad dads, horrible partners. I know dark aesthetic, right? Ooh. You know, I know that Philip. Ah, Philip, I know that cuts. But you see, Taps, that's 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 us right there. Mm-hmm. Because I grew up um the jeans were the same things. Mm, mm. Those are the exact same things. And okay, um let's be brutally honest here. Mm. First on the point of um not being romantic partner partners, mm-hmm. um I now also think we're at a third stage right. which is we're poor. We don't have money. Mm. <laughs> and our mindset is poor. Mm. So when your mindset is poor, but your pocket is also poor, <laughs> you can never be romantic, bro. There's Max. no way you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna get to the stage where you can express freely mm-hmm. without worrying about ah, but if I if I buy a flowers, marua, 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 <laughs> they'll die mm. in, in a few days. Mm. Do you know mm. what I mean? Mm. You, you're centering it on on your own, I don't know, disadvantage or whatever it mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. rather than um, expressing yourself in a manner that makes your woman happy. Yeah. So that's that's I think we're we're at that stage now. But anyway, let, let me let me let me okay, let me put a stamp on that, and then you know we can we can we can explore some of the other things we want to talk about. Um, I think the concept of romance is something that you 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 learn because it's an act, right? Feelings are things that just possess you, right? You meet somebody and you start to fall for them, right? The act itself of expressing your your love for that person is something that you have to learn. And unfortunately, generationally, that is something that we just never really truly witnessed and it being presented in a genuine way because I remember many years ago, my father bringing flowers to my mom because it fucked up, right? And the expression of my mom said it all, you know? It's, 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 it doesn't go, it doesn't hit where it's supposed to hit because the woman has seen through the bullshit, right? So yeah. although from an outside looking in, oh, he's very romantic, you know, <laughs> but it's essentially him just trying to cover up for some bullshit, right? So I think, Kuti, it's something that you learn, but it's something that you have to learn the authenticity of romance in the sense here, Kuti, it shouldn't be something to try and cover up Moshe Zaku or to try to appease because we're feeling it has got to be something that comes off of the desire to, to express, understand your woman. Movie Renge say book, right? 
Pane makristo anoverenga Bible zvekuti Dubarago noverenga mukadzi wake. But Bible runoziva from cover to cover mdara hautombonida kuvhura any more unotanga kutaura makatarisa muna chapter ningi bana verse ningi kutaura zvakazvi zvakazvi but go mama what's what's her favorite thing to do gana asiri kubasa. I mean, go Tap shaking tables. You know what I'm saying, bro? <laughs> Saga, you know, it's, it's it's like at the end of the day, that's the level of dedication that you need to put into your woman. Like you need to 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 study your woman to the point yakuti there's nothing that she does that you you do not understand the meaning. You you're essentially the the embodiment of a translator of a of a look of an expression of a sigh of a tone of the gesture uh, or a flick of an eyebrow you know what all of those things mean right i know kuti inini at the end of the day if i touch my woman there this is what i'm going to get if i touch her over there this is what i'm going to get if i say this in this manner this is what i'm going to get because i've studied my my woman right and the romance comes right. into the situation yakuti because unomuziva munhu wako If it is a certain part of the day or a certain part of the year something is going on you will know exactly what she needs in that moment and that's what romance is the letter on the pillow when i wake up early to go to work osarakarara right i just wanted to let you know that i love you right just that is romance right it is paying attention that's a nice touch. it is a, it is paying attention to those moments We don't have my mentors and I think mentorship is so important for us Zimbabwean men right for our sons for our nephews right for our grandsons we need to be those mentors anovaratiza how is done because we never had mentors ourselves we never my dad edwanga I never heard my father say he loves my my mom once in my life once <laughs> same yeah once same yeah never heard him say same that same yeah never heard it um i don't remember ever seeing flowers uh, i could be wrong mm. but uh, sometimes nukanga <laughs> i don't I, i don't remember ever seeing that and i think on the on on the issue of mentorship mm-hmm. i think mentorship should o- always exist on two two levels mm-hmm. um action mm-hmm. and words yeah because we can tell we can tell the next generation goodie our kids good ah you know what it would be nice if we do this mm-hmm. consider this or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. but if we are being shitty towards their moms mm. well <laughs> I, i i don't think that's 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 going to go a long way anyway because mm-hmm. um those our sons will learn from mm-hmm. our actions mm-hmm. a whole lot more mm-hmm. yeah 100% the question is how do young boys formulate their relationship with 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 the opposite sex where do they get that information right. from and the first point of contact is the home baba namai right that 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 is because ndakazonani with my son i'm i'm is everything right that's 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 the reality of that matter that's the responsibility that i had to realize the importance of that because when he was born i wasn't ready i thought i was we had the conversation we nice to have a, a baby suddenly he's there in my arms the nurse just say oh, there you go 
and I'm left with this baby uh, in 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 one of those um, glass things the way they put them in, all swaddled up. And we we you know I'm looking at him. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right? My wife, That's- my wife is not there. She's recovering. You know, they just you know sorting her out. And I'm left in the hallway in the hospital, staring at him. And I'm like, okay, so what if he starts to do this? What if he starts to do that? I wasn't ready for it. And I think I remember having a conversation with you um, a couple of weeks back when I was saying that I didn't love my son the first time I saw him. I, di- I didn't, you know, one minute you weren't here, you know, one minute my, my, my wife's stomach was fat as fuck. And then the next minute you're here, right? Like, I'm like, I don't know what to do with you, homie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really don't know what to do with you, homie. You know what I mean? You might have to look for alternative arrangements, homeboy, because... I wasn't ready. and Because and, and, I ain't that guy and, right Yeah, and, and I don't even know if I like you like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. my wife had built the bond nine months in Mudumbu. There's a connection there and, you know, there's that bond in, in Etika. I didn't have that. So I was a shitty father. And I'm saying that because it's important with my son... And I've told him this. My son is 11. I've told him this. I wasn't the best dad because I don't want, I want to own my bullshit, right? I want to own my bullshit. And I want my son to understand the importance of transparency and the importance of being honest and authentic as a man. And it doesn't make me weaker. He doesn't see me as less than because I'm vulnerable with him. I'm building that respect because I don't demand respect because right? respect me. No, fuck that. I I'm earning mm-hmm. my, my son's respect. Right? So by doing that and and understanding that burden of responsibility, I consciously ensure that I'm my authentic self with my wife in front of my son because it is important for him the importance of being a sort of this type of man consistently. And it's about consistency. Consistency is a big deal. It's not just about me showing care and love to his mom every now and again. It is a consistent thing that you have to do. It takes work. Because if if you give a shit about something, you have to put in the work. That is the reality of life on earth, right? We can't cruise control through these things. And I think with a lot of Zimbabwean men, they are in love affairs more than they are with their own wives and their own kids. Right? Have you never noticed Uncle Ningi He's like, hey, my dad is fucking free with cuz. He's fucking yeah. playing soccer yeah. and shit. But that I don't give a shit about me. I don't know what that bullshit is about, right? Whereby it's almost like they hate you existing. But you you made me, motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So what is that there is, weird shit? I, th- I think that that's where also the mentorship um, uh, comes in. Mm. But personal mentorship, I think the next level would also be a willingness to learn. Mm, mm. Uh, and and this is somewhere where uh, I've seen all the generations and even ourselves mm. lack as Zimbabwean mm. men because just because we are deemed the leaders in the family, um, there's an assumption you can go to know it all, mm. which is wrong. Mm. 
So that means you you can't even prepare for the birth of your your son or your daughter mm-hmm. because there's coming like an expectation. It might be a self expectation. Kekungoti, mm-hmm. you're ready. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You don't need to prepare. Mm-hmm. And this happens a lot on the Zimbabwean front mm-hmm. because even Mabasa mm-hmm. a lot of people don't need to prepare for job interviews because there's a chestira. And that kind of approach to almost everything that we touch is like either you know somebody who's going to make it easier for you, mm-hmm. you can pay your way through mm-hmm. it. Driver's license, hint, hint. Um, <laughs> yep, yep, without yep, yep, yep. preparing, mm-hmm. without any preparation, without um, being the newbie, mm. you know, without being a novice, and that happens with fatherhood as well. It's the avoidance of because, hard work, brother, in it. Like this, 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 yeah. this avoidance that we have as Black Zimbabwean men of hard work, putting in the work. Like you're saying, whether it's to get a job, whether it's kuchester or do one last is it easy? Like, there's this. This innate avoidance of hard work, piggybacking into the fatherhood yeah. thing that you want to say, yeah, go on. Exactly, we 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 avoid it like a plague because <laughs> there's 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 something in us which which we we like to put up a, a facade of of knowledge of wisdom mm. as the as the as the let's just say as the father or the father mm-hmm. figure, which is which is absolutely wrong. And we need to learn to be vulnerable enough just to say hello, mm. even even to your to your to your to your to your wife mm. or your girlfriend or whatever to just be like, Shara, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm. you know, is there anything that you suggest? Um, and I think if you if you are with a person um, that that wants to be with you for the right reasons. Mm. Um, they are willing to look past that as a moment of weakness, mm-hmm. because vulnerability is not our good is not a trait that we 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 embrace as Zimbabwean. Can I ask you? Overall. Can I ask you something though, bro? Yeah. Do you think Kuti Zimbabwean women respect vulnerability or embrace vulnerability in men? Because I think a lot of the times why a lot of men don't show that is because there is a preconceived feeling Yakuti are be seen as incapable or weak. So they put the front, the pageantry that we see, the know-it-all, the pompousness is literally peacocking because the alternative is and these feathers are hiding all that, that shit. Then I'm not going to be perceived the way that... Um, because I think to Zimbabwe ironically, I think Zimbabwe men are like they can get into their feelings. Because I think the more pageantry, the more that hubris, I think it is just yeah. the more sensitive that that you are. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I think ultimately there is that fear Yekuti Makazi Zimbabwean. You know, and that, 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 that emasculation, <laughs> emasculate, 
let me put it that way, is I think a fear factor, I think in some quarters that exists. Um, and I don't know, Manje, as Zimbabwean men, can boys, do we ever then let the guard down or we're so consumed by the performance, right, of presenting ourselves at these capable, all-knowing, all-educated, macho, um, machismo, ego, um, that we don't um, let the guard down and say, hey, listen, guys, I'm really struggling with being a father, right? I don't know what I'm doing. Or I'm really struggling financially and I'm scared my wife is going to leave me. Are we having those conversations? Or does the performance go to 24-7? The performance is 24-7. And to answer your question, I think, um, and and respectfully uh, to Zimbabwean women, I think the general notion among guys is um, no way in hell you're going to show vulnerability because you cannot trust Zimbabwean women to to hold you up, especially mm-hmm when they're either done with you mm-hmm. or they're angry at you about something, mm-hmm. then they will d- revert back to your moment of vulnerability as a way to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And I've heard this, mm-hmm. I've heard this so many times it's happened to me before, but um, I, 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 I cannot say it has happened so many times that I would be like, yeah, most women are like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't think it's true. I, I, I think in general, what you would want to do is mm-hmm. honestly like pray to God that you find somebody. <laughs> that's, 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 that's not like that. Because mm-hmm. as Zimbabwe has gone um, into the doldrums, it's just become worse because relationships are purely, you know, transactional. transactional they are yeah. transactional in nature because you are looking for something um, in someone else. Mm. And, and, and it's, I think it's normal. It's, it's just that, what are you looking for? Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. And mm. nowadays, I think it's a lot more really just about, you know, the material things and whatever the case may mm. be. So in that context, mm. there is a lack of trust between Zimbabweans in general, mm. but there's a lack of t- trust between Zimbabwean men mm. and Zimbabwean women mm. because the men will just be like, ah, dude, if, if I tell her this, mm-hmm. she's going to think I'm weak. And I'm glad you brought that up mm. because one thing that I've been seeing in the last month, two months, three months, especially this year, mm-hmm. the rates of suicide among Zimbabwean men, mm. um, and, and, and these, the crazy thing is some of these um, cases that have come mm-hmm. up have been prominent figures that are known to have things sorted in life. Ah, gotcha. And, and, and the one thing you always ask is, this guy committed suicide. Mm, mm, Are you serious? mm, mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like, huh? Mm. You know? And I think, the danger of the lack of trust. You have to be with somebody you can speak to Mm -hmm. in a vulnerable sense when, Mm -hmm. when you're down, when the chips are down, when you're like, ah, Mm -hmm. yo, I'm struggling Mm -hmm. and not fear the judgment or being talked about. Mm -hmm. But on the other side, Mm -hmm. you asked, are we as men talking about these things? Mm -hmm. And I can 
definitely say probably not. It's the superficial. We shit. are not the yeah. We're not the kind of we're not the kind of guys who hang out with our homies and then really talk about shit. We're the kind of guys who hang out with our homies and then it's like boys who's who's buying the next round mm, it's his it's, it's, it's football and then, it's, it's his music it's, yeah it's, it's, you're it's talking like, football you're talking sport yeah. um you're probably talking about um side chicks mm, <laughs> you know mm. that's that's those are the conversate the types of conversations we would rather have mm. and we've seen that even in in the political sphere mm. people who avoid the the us men will avoid the real conversation, bro. Yeah. And and we'll find we'll find somewhere within the fringes mm-hmm. where we can talk about something that makes us comfortable so that we don't have to talk about the thing that makes us uncomfortable. Mm. And to even as as I was growing up, um, I went to boarding school. Mm-hmm. One thing that you could never do, and I went to an old boys' school. Mm-hmm. One thing you could never do was show weakness to other dudes, bro. Yeah, yeah. Why sick? What the whole <laughs> way? The whole way? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. could that could be the difference between you being laughed at for the rest of your mm-hmm. time in that school, mm-hmm. or you know, just generally just having peaceful days. Mm-hmm. You, you would never have even your closest friends, for the most part, mm-hmm. come to you and say, "Good, ah, but no, no, no. I I understand what you're going mm-hmm. through." Maybe let's talk about mm. it. It was always like, bruh, if you don't sort out your shit, you're going to be the laughing stock or the punching bag. Yeah. So it doesn't start when we're adults. It starts when we're kids. Yeah. And I don't know where that stems from mm. because it's never a good thing. Yeah. It's very interesting you're talking about school real quick. I think in in, in a sense here, Kuti, um, over the last couple of months, I've um, been fortunate enough to to spend a lot of time with my son um, to really, really build a bond, a friendship to really, really um, enforce the vibration of me as his dad being a safe space and allowing him to really be honest with whatever he's going through. And some of the things that he tells me that happen that either he witnesses or happen to him as a result of other kids is frightening, bro. It is frightening. Yeah. My son is 11, right? This is primary school. These are like 10-year-olds, 9-year-olds, 12-year-olds. It is a horrifying some of the things that are coming from these kids. And it makes me very, very scared for the future. What are they going to grow up into? Because there was always this notion, I think I remember, I know I'm going to grow out of it or she'll grow out of it. But is that really what happens? Or are we seeing the building blocks of the human right there in front of us? And I just got to a point where I think they're moldable into anything better because so that lack of, of, of addressing, because with, with, with my son, I remember him talking about the fact that there was a girl a friend, but anganeka system but kana panango ana ano chingiramanango, right? And I remember mm. he was so mad that he was like, ah, you know, I, I wanted to pick up a, a stone and and don't tema. And 
because he was so hurt. He was in tears because he held such value as a friend. But Aka, this, this, this kid is like 11 and she's using foul language. Hey, fuck off. Hey, I don't give a fuck about you. And I'm like, what? And he's, he's, he's crying. And the first thing that I had to do is bollock him for the stone. Not kumutuka, but to educate him about the consequence. Like, a moment's decision could change the rest of your life. Because why go na kumutema ni dombo irori, wanodona, oroveda panetingwe dombo over afa. A moment's decision can change your life forever. So it was about addressing the reaction and t- teaching him and training him to process disappointment and hurt. And it, and, and it pains me because this is something I'm having to teach my son at 11, whereas it's supposed to be, I don't know the fluffy shit. But the reality is the fluffy shit only exists in Disney movies. And even they motherfuckers is questionable as fuck these days. So the innocence of that part of our humanity is a, has eroded. So when we're talking about these things, I... I'm questioning Manji kuti bana ava vari kubva kudzimba dzakaita sei. Vari kubva kudzimba dzakaita sei. Kids are also kids are also some of the most horrible people around. Just straight facts. Just 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 saying mm. like the innocence we associate with kids just because they're kids. Mm-hmm. Um although I think it's founded up to a certain stage mm-hmm. uh if we analyze like um your son going through this. Mm-hmm. That friend of his learned that behavior through another situation, which was um, facilitated by an adult, mm, for sure. One hundred percent. Like that, just a kid just doesn't. One hundred percent. You know, but that doesn't stop the kid from being horrible anyway. Mm-hmm. That's a horrible thing for the kid to do, mm-hmm. and it puts an eye on how broken maybe the world is. Mm-hmm. In general. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you said it when he had your son, you were not ready. Mm-hmm. You know? But but he was there. Mm-hmm. But you were not ready. Mm-hmm. Some people crumble in the face of that mm-hmm. and maybe take it out on the kid. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think having a child um, uh, brings out the worst in you if, if you're not really careful. They'd, it can be a downhill spiral. 100%. 100%. And I totally agree with you, mate. Like, I think because kids are so honest, because they haven't learned the art of deception, the the cloak and dagger moves that us as adults practice on a day-to-day basis, they are truly the authentic self. And they have the mechanisms to be able to press all the buttons that they need to press to get you off the rails. And that's one thing that right. I realized. And this is one thing that I, the conclusion that I came up uh, with that, excuse me, the greatest thing that ever happened to me bar meeting my, my, my woman is, is having him as my son because I'm a better man because of him. I had to go through Hades Yangu Inini, to see the villain within myself 
and get to a point whereby I actively chose to be the hero in my son's life. And this is the But let me ask you this go on, now. Go on. You 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 chose. Mm-hmm. You chose Kuti. Look, I can see Kuti Panabada. Mm-hmm. Um if things are going to go right for me mm-hmm. and for my son, mm-hmm. I have to be a different father. Mm-hmm. But and this is this is why this conversation is important mm-hmm. especially in the context of Zimbabwean men. Mm-hmm. How many of us have the awareness mm-hmm. to do what you did, Ted? And that and 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 there lies the 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 point and the question, bro. Because as much as we like to dance around it, we know when we fucking up. I think it is an out that we use too many times, and to not blame our booze, we blame circumstances or whatever, whatever for the ignorance in the acts, but in actuality, we are very aware when we fuck up and when we do wrong. And the process of what I went through, and I got realized and I got the fractures, near the bad relationship that I had with my dad or the lack of a father-son relationship that I had with my dad and the resentment and the anger that I had towards him for not being there in the ways that I needed him to be. So what I realized is my son and I have become my father and I. My son is now me and I'm now my father. And I was put back consciously back in that time and I realized and I remembered how I felt when my father didn't turn up, when my father didn't express the love, when my father didn't express the pride. And I realized, good fuck, I was becoming my father. Oh, the, the father in me, <laughs> that part of him genetically, and it freaked the shit out of me. That realization. And it freaked the shit out of me. Because I could start to see certain things in my son's eye when I didn't have time to hang out with him because I, I need to work. I need to work. And I remember there's a time where he was meant to have come back at a certain time and he was like an hour late and I freaked the fuck out. And for the first time, it, I realized, goody fuck, I love this kid. Like for real, for real. Like it really, really hit me. But it hit me at a time where I was dealing with the villainery right? There were moments, it, it, be, it was becoming performative at times, you know, like the, the father, the Fakutababa was a performance. I realized that I've been performing for, for quite some time. The playing the role right. of the dad, but not being the dad. Because it's almost like it's a tick box of things that you need to do, right? Like responsibility, it's not something you're really digging deep within you to say, no, I, I actually want to do this. And I'm glad you realized it, bro. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because the worst moments help us to see some of those things, but only if we want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I saw it with my daughter. Mm-hmm. You see, the thing about my daughter is this. Um, she's amazing. She's passionate. She's driven. Mm-hmm. But she's very hard-headed. And because of that, as a parent, she can drive you up the wall. Mm. Because she's decisive. 
if 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 she wants that thing mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you as the parent doesn't re- don't really want her to have that mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. she will cause a scene until it happens mm-hmm. but the worst times also show you the love mm-hmm. because you know like say when she's sick mm-hmm. and her temperature is up and then she's not her usual bubbly self mm-hmm. Ah, my heart is like at the bottom right there. I'm like, yeah. my kid. Like, you know, um, even though, even though like, um, most of the time mm. it's just like, you know, she, she sometimes gets on my nerves. It's fine. Yeah. But they may, those moments make you realize mm. uh, some of those things. And to your point about being, being present mm-hmm. being present is not a physical state mm-hmm. which is what i think many zimbabwean fathers miss mm-hmm. worse yet, worse yet they actually miss being present physically physically yeah it's 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 almost a known thing like fathers aren't going to attend all, all, all the nonsense, mm-hmm. uh, the plays, the school plays, or if your kid plays some sport or something, mm-hmm. it's like, yo, I'm out making money. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to come and watch you do that. <laughs> I went through something like that, but I don't think as blatantly uh, with my own dad, mm-hmm. where I played soccer throughout, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. primary school, high school. Mm-hmm. And do you know the one thing I always wanted? Mm-hmm. Him to watch me play just one game. That's the only thing that mattered, bro. Just one. That's the only thing I wanted. Yeah. Just and I, I, I remember thinking, ah, you know, high school would be perfect because, um, you know, I'm like, I'm like the captain of the of the school team. You know, things, and I'm like, this is this is it. Mm, you know, mm, mm. I'm like, bruh, just come and watch me just one yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, that's all I need for yeah. me. Just one time, yeah. and. The disappointment of actually thinking, could he, but all this time, why hasn't he come to just watch me play? Mm, mm, mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then you make up your own excuses in your mind. Yeah. Ah, but no, I lived in a town. It's impossible. You, you know those things. Yeah. You rationalize yeah. the, the, the lack of presence in that sense. Mm, mm. But two things can ex- two truths can exist in the same, um, in the same breath. Mm. It was not because he didn't want to be there. Mm. It was not that he was trying to 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 do something else, mm. but sometimes it was genuinely not possible to come and watch me play. But mm. I had to confront that for myself to also say, but I still needed you in my 18 years in the school system or whatever, I mean, however many mm, years. Mm. I needed you to show up that one time for me. And 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 that's what I was going to go to, bro, is the fact, Chikuti, you're a dad now, right? How many life events or situations have you sacrificed for the sake of your kids? Even if it costs you money, right? We can't value material things and circumstances beyond our kids and still say that we love our kids. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. We don't understand what love is. We just in what is is with Atukutaura at that point. You know? And mm-hmm. I think it's important to own up to that truth. Cause if you're not doing that, 
Because Anina, I'll give you an example to add on to what you're saying, because I, I really, really appreciate what you're saying right now. abroad, right? And he was, he was going, all sorts of wow shit was happening. Hey, buddy, you know, I miss you, dad. None of that shit had value to him because Babawake wasn't there to share in those moments for him to relay his experiences. Nah, my, my son has taught me what it is like to be a genuine human being. First, I've learned that from him, right? I've learned that he's now a mentor for me on how to conduct myself. And because of things like that, I check myself consistently. I catch, I would catch myself. Now I'm in the flow of it. We're vibing, we're connected, we laugh genuinely. We have a blast something that it's not performative anymore. I am invested. I'm in it. And it's moments like that, that would always be like, shit. When I, I'm overseas, all these things, bought treats, toys, all these things. Hey, what's happening, buddy? I miss you, dad. I want to come home. And I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm just me chilling in this empty ass house. <laughs> I ain't got no, no toys. And I ain't, I ain't, it, ain't, it ain't popping over here. But he doesn't give a shit about all that. Because I am the most valuable thing in his life. More than anything. The meaning. Not the word yet, not taura, but in my actions. So to piggyback on what you're saying, I'm like, yes, with all due respect to Pops. But at some point, Mdara, I needed you there. Just to see you in the audience, to see you in the crowd would have meant more to me than winning much competitions and you know, getting trophies and medals and stuff like that. You are the prize and you weren't there. Exactly. And um, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Don't you think, Kuti, some of this, because I... I I think Kuti Zimbabwean fathers, mm-hmm. um, uh, our parents' generation, mm-hmm. they they trivialized some of our maybe extracurricular activities or talents mm-hmm. that did not align with the future they wanted us to build um, in their minds, mm. whether they wanted you to be a doctor or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if you said, good, yo, that I'm really good at music, mm-hmm. you are probably going to be shut down <laughs> about it mm-hmm. more than supported mm-hmm. or just given a word of encouragement mm-hmm. because the approach, the cultural approach is if you empower kids too much in, um, something that they're not that you don't think is valuable to mm-hmm. building their future mm-hmm. or who they are mm-hmm. um you're making them lose focus mm-hmm. on what's important in life um do you think that's 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 a legit thing to say mm-hmm. um in terms of that generation and mm-hmm. how is it impacting us isusu mm-hmm. um with our own kids because mm-hmm. 
are we just the same thing? 100% I think it is because as you were speaking, I, I was imagining that if you'd um, perhaps giving your dad a shout or the word was good you were doing some sort of mathematics symposium or competition uh what were the chances maybe some silent protest because he doesn't believe in the football doesn't believe in the sport so not turning up is a form of silent protest uh because it's mm, not something that they saw as worthwhile long term uh stability wise money wise or whatever so it'd be interesting if 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 that was flipped and it was something to do with science or um you know agriculture something that was seen as substantial something that you could build a life around what the behavior would have been um the irony with zimbabwe is uh, zimbabwe is a very artistic nation we see that in our culture and our tradition that we're very uh, arts based um mitambo music sculpture um so many artistic elements uh as part of our, our, our us as a people but it is something that was mm-hmm. shunned considerably and i think we kind of were in school around the same sort of within the same kind of decade area decade time and that was that was the situation right um there was just an absence of parents turning up i remember performing in primary school and looking across the audience and not seeing my my either one of my parents there um and you know these events happening in school and i'm excited because you get excited because you told them but you left for school before they came back from work but they knew because the the letter from school was at the house so there's an excitement for them turning up and then it starts and then you see your mates waving to their parents and you're looking and you're looking and you're looking with a smile and maybe maybe they're late maybe they park in the car and you keep looking and they just don't turn up and it starts and then it ends and then you you walk in home and you know you get home and they're there or whatever the case is and you're like fuck right and i do think yeah. that it's one of those things that you know as much as we like to say kuti we are defined by our experiences ga It's a very dangerous statement and sometimes it can be used as a scapegoat to justify our own bullshit or uh our toxicity in whatever it might be. It deflects accountability all the time and ownership because there's a reason why I'm this kind of man. You know, baba wangu ai wai hura saka nini wo you know ndandu zandika kura ndichiona. Ah bullshit man nigga. There's many people another baba wai hura who are faithful in their relationships and you perpetuating stereotypes, right? because there's there's a lack of accountability it's it's there's something deeper that's happening it's because you do not have a healthy relationship with the opposite sex you've never known how to stand as a man as a human being when it comes to the opposite sex right and i'm not saying at the end of the day yeah. that women aren't to blame you know there are women that head hunt men let's not get that shit twisted right <laughs> but at the end of the day um still you've got to own your shit just like they have to own the shit like ono zioti blaza wane mkadzika and mtenda uchurch mese ni mnana my my mwana and yet you're sleeping with the husband right that filthy behavior you got to own that shit ah but i don't give a shit you got to be accountable exactly and and nowadays there's this dressing up of shitty behavior mm-hmm. um with with so many there's so many validators out there mm-hmm. Like um, someone would be like, ah, 
I'm a Scorpio, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, us. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like people, people really, yeah. really um, find they use they use a little bit of uh, of of educational backing mm-hmm. that they've <laughs> they've read somewhere, and they're like, "This is me." Mm. You know, there's no intent in ownership and accountability to say, "Look, this is who I've been," but. I'm striving to change this because I do not like this behavior, how it makes other people feel and how it makes me feel. Because if you don't have the, the, the intent to, 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 to change the behavior anyway, what you're now looking for is your echo chamber. Now you're mm-hmm. looking for other mm-hmm. people that mm-hmm. can say, ah, guys, I'm a Libra. I cannot commit to things. <laughs> this is why I, I job hope. Mm. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And that's what people are doing. Mm. And and us as Zimbabwean men mm. have to be very careful mm. because uh, and and some of our bad stereotypes mm. are reinforced by women. Mm. So we think it's okay. Mm. When women sit down and they say to themselves or to 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 young women who are getting into marriage mm-hmm. or whatever into adulthood, mm-hmm. and they're like, ah, mm. you stick it out. That is that is that is putting it out there mm-hmm. to try and lower your expectations, mm-hmm. um, discount any 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 standards that you have set, mm-hmm. so that you just fall in line mm-hmm. with the shit that we decided we were gonna live with, mm-hmm. even though we didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And then us as men look at that and say, ah, women say, anyway, mm-hmm. might as well. Mm-hmm. That does not make it okay mm-hmm. for us to then do that. Mm-hmm. So this is something that we have to um, dig deep within ourselves, Kuti. Even if, even if Momzangu okayed the fact that <laughs> yeah. this is not the way I want to be as a man. Mm-hmm as a father, as a husband, mm-hmm. um, it's just not the way I want to go. Mm-hmm. So what can I do in mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm not falling into these bad patterns mm-hmm. where, um, you know, people are going to be laughing mm-hmm. the day I die when <laughs> six other kids show up. That <laughs> From different women. Nobody <laughs> yeah, about. yeah, 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 yeah. I think, you know. Those are the stereotypes yeah, we have to fight. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I think... I think for me, I um, over the last couple of years, I have developed a very, very uh, astute and powerful bird's eye view of scenarios, and I'm able to 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 uh, observe interactions, events from a micro level as well as a macro level, and the sense kuti. Iwewe kana univanu wari around you, like you're saying, the echo chamber crew, that yeah. that cheerlead your behavior. And then there's another quarter that um, doesn't hold you accountable and this kind of just kind of folds like a deck chair. My <laughs> That just perpetuates the cycle. That's why in Indoga and Chitaura and Dagati, when I look at people on Twitter 
going at it, panyadze, men versus women, misogyny versus feminism, whatever. It is a complete waste of time. And it's like, as I said, it's like dogs barking. Barking at each other. Right? That's all that is. Nothing ever gets resolved. And that's it. Because we're not, we're not, we're not addressing the, all these people have brothers or sisters, mothers, fathers, cousins, friends, all these people. Every single one of these people that are rotten or they have an issue. All these cheating men, all these women that are headhunting. Everybody knows, everybody who's listening to us talk, bro. There's a colleague who's married and he's dating her. Right? Mm-hmm. principles, integrity. You know, listen, I fancy you, but you're married. What's going on there? I can't start something until Waita clear up your house, clear up that mess. I ain't into any messy shit. We like mess, I suppose, because those that know gotta teach you and you know just people know this. Families know this. Must family secrets are all fucking people sleeping with each other. So people sleeping in our on. There's abuse. There's, there's there's all these rape and all. There's Muriam Zimbabwe is in family secrets are sinister. And people know about this shit. Exactly. And people just kind of just 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 kind of bend over backwards, just let that shit play out. And then we complain. Yeah, but you're the same person that's allowing ABC to happen in your family. So what are you talking about? So if you're opening your mouth, have you stepped up to the brother? Are you willing to sacrifice being ostracized for integrity? For holding people for like, for, yeah, for holding people accountable. People aren't ready for that shit. Don't 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 fatigue my ears. Don't fatigue my eyes. Because a lot of you aren't ready to step up to the villains in real life. Because until we do that, my brother, and I hope these conversations are tonight. Bring enlightenment, Kuvanu. We we want to lift the mirror up, Kutimunu. Chimanya so ona ju mavanga aku ese, mavanga evan vim Zimbabwe. The black man, the Zimbabwean black man. There's a lot of some tomfoolery, a lot of bullshit that be happening, right? We see it every day, but we don't, we don't, we don't step up. We don't address it. And yes, it may be difficult to step up to that stranger, Babapa next door. Yeah, it might be a bit of a stretch to try and jump over the draw and defending the wife, whatever. But within your own home, within your, your brother, your cousin, you know, we're not having those conversations. Yeah. Why are we having those conversations? I'm willing to, to be ostracized. Right, and I'm ostracized from a few members of the family as we speak. You, I told you off off air what <laughs> some of my shit, right? I'm willing exactly. I'm willing to down the sword of integrity and hunu because I know guti when we die wherever we go that inina I can stand in my truth and say you know hey mwari you saw me man I did everything that I could to hold up my values 
amukati dzidzi samukati pa you know i'm just going to start ranting ndaudu tanga uto rant baba i mean good even if people hate you mm. for it mm-hmm. um and i think we one thing we have to take down in in our society especially as zimbabwean men mm-hmm. is baseless seniority that doesn't come with any tangible merit that you can actually see mm-hmm. when the ah, yeah this person is 60 years old therefore mm-hmm. they are respectable <laughs> and yeah. they are wise yeah 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 said who can you <laughs> exactly. show me what they are doing in society what's the track record man to warrant <laughs> that respect yeah yeah, yeah yeah and and those are the things that we have to um champion within ourselves mm-hmm. because tikasalaro what ends up happening is you are placing your it could be your vulnerable moments your intentions your thoughts and the the future of 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 you as a people mm-hmm. in the hands of people that actually don't deserve to be mm-hmm. the 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 leaders at the forefront mm-hmm. i think zimbabwe is a perfect example of that mm-hmm. 100% in general 100% doesn't matter where you look mm-hmm. it could be in church mm-hmm. where your pastor is the head rapist <laughs> straight it could straight be, up you know mm. it could be in 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 government mm-hmm. or whatever the case it could be at a school mm-hmm. where i don't know the headmaster is um, uh, uh, sleeping uh, with every teacher's wife mm. oh ne form 4 mhm thing things like mm-hmm. that right mm-hmm. and if we don't call it out like you said mm-hmm. um pani problem and i think you you bring up something else mm-hmm. the lack of compassion um and empathy mm-hmm. in our society first of all from one to one as uh zimbabweans mm-hmm. but then looking at zimbabwean men like i said mm-hmm. in the face of adversity or something mm-hmm. um or even just expressing yourself your feelings mm-hmm. people are very likely to laugh at your pain maybe not in your face mm-hmm. but oh, they, they can't they can't wait like, to get home and talk about you oh. <laughs> <laughs> bro bro and that's those are the things they seem they seem worthless at a, at a, at some point mm-hmm. in time but those are the 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 foundations of what we need to build if we're going to become better Zimbabwean men mm-hmm. and get rid of or um lessen the stereotypes mm-hmm. that are associated with us because where are we if um there's being a law being passed that we can marry 12 year olds oh gosh but we're quiet mm. those things those are the things that we need to do we need to be at the forefront you don't have to fight for everything you don't have to fight everyone mm-hmm. but where you have uh where you have the power of at least a voice mm-hmm. which is also not just online mm-hmm. chakutis mm-hmm. but in your family if mm-hmm. it's known kuti this 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 guy is dating a 16 year old mm-hmm. but he's 45 and he's mm-hmm. married with three kids mm-hmm. you can't be the the person saying ah that's my favorite uncle mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. your favorite uncle mm-hmm. bro mm-hmm. 
Mm. You cannot, you cannot be that person. And we need to, to, to develop that thing amongst ourselves and even your friend, JJ, if it's a good friend, mm. be the kind of person who's like, Shamaria, you're my friend. Me, I do not condone you cheating on your girlfriend, mm. your wife. Mm. Mm. I, I cannot support that. Mm. I really need to tell you that. And I do not want to be part of your lies. Yeah. 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 Because sometimes, we okay behaviors by being part of the lie. Mm. So, bro, can you just tell my wife that? <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to be, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, I, and I, I also don't want to put you in a position, um, you know, where your family is, your family life is threatened, mm. but do not put me mm. in the position um, to then have to lie for mm. you for something like this. That's where our own integrity has to come into play. Because if we don't do that, mm. then we're not really, truly, genuinely mm. uh, proponents of the change we want to see. Yeah, 100%. And I, and I think Nyaya integrity, I think it, it is something that has to be innately either within you, whereby wrongdoing just bothers you. And there are some people that are just born that way, where where injustice pining each way, Tika, and they witness it, it bothers them, it is serious, and they have to do something about it. And then there's just other human right. beings where they just don't give a shit. If I ain't getting anything out of that scenario, or by me fighting against the tide, if I if there's no value, perceived value, I'm not doing it, right? And this is why you find Kuti, whereby a lot of people will be that friend on the phone, perpetuating the lie because they're getting value from Munwacho Warukunyepa on behalf of, in whatever capacity it might be, whether it is a financial benefit, whether it's a covenant of, 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 mm. of filth. That happens between them because upon a moral compass, people, right? There's such a, um, a, a, a a goo, a mixed goo now. Yeah, yeah, behavior. You can't tell people. People, I don't even think people. Some people legitimately even see any wrong in the way they behave and the things that they say. And I think we've 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 crossed that threshold now, where a large part of humanity, a large part of our people as black men in Zimbabwe. It was, it's always been coming because they would witness their, friend, their, their friends and you know they ain't going there to, to, to pray and read a Bible verse. Oh, yeah. Right? You knew, but you know, wachungu, you know, wachungu seka, wachungu that, 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 that was a cultural practice, yawo. After work, to sanga na kwa ningi, you know. And God forbid their own wife be seen in that place. Exactly, exactly. So, so it's one of those things whereby I think when I'm taking my bird's eye view, as I said, Papa, and I'm looking at it, I'm like, mm. do you know what? I think, Vanuvanenge Susu, uh, MJ, we are, we're throwing fists against a raging tsunami. tsunami Japan, ships, buildings. There you are on the beach swinging your arms from side to side. We need Simbaragorese, but tsunami We're fighting a tsunami of a society, Yevanu, 
who are more likely to turn on you for shining a light on it. Mm-hmm. Whereby it's like wakuzofumura boz nyekufumura is a Zimbabwean thing. Once ah anga kuvingwa nevaroi because anga kuzofumura zvavanoita. Akadzingwa basa because anga kuzofumura zvaita chef. Akadzingwa mumuri because anga kuzofumura ma secrets em family. So even those that agree with you will be silent because it's easier to go along with the bullshit than it is to stand next to you. Waona. Ndosaka nyaya kuti hero ka aizvi kutamba naye. Vana vanoda zvipa mukombe kuti hero ka stop with all that bullshit. Because what it takes to be a hero, a real hero means kuti pamsoro pe gomo by by time time ka ndiwe wega. Uri one. So are you willing to do that? There's no point going to the podiums and saying that rape must stop. You let Ank get away with it for years. Mm-hmm. You never, none of your reported, none of your, you know, said, you know, this guy, none of you even, at least then would have said, I know I smacked him in the face and we haven't talked since. I'd be like, you know what? Round of applause, round of applause for you. At least to kind of say, "Wakamu muruaga na chibagera, wanchi matenga nzungu one something just to show kuti that she bothered." I honestly think you you know what I think the litmus test is, mm-hmm. and if if we're just gonna be frank, mm-hmm. if you are the person, there's 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 two ways this could go. Mm-hmm. If you're the person that's no longer invited to family functions, <laughs> you <laughs> that's a good one. Regardless of how much money you that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. If you're still being invited, by my name G. If you're still being invited, you have you have you have a daddy. If, if you haven't, if or if you haven't been given like <laughs> you know that that one year or two years of silent treatment <laughs> where you're the present that nobody yeah. nobody nobody's going to be yeah. inviting or whatever you still you, um, you still are, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not it's not encouraging people to be violent or whatever mm-hmm. but i'm just saying um in the zimbabwean context mm-hmm. the sacrifice is a lot mm-hmm. There's there, there's a fair bit of a sacrifice if we if we really want to do those things because mm-hmm. our culture has never been good with um especially younger people mm-hmm. shining a light on the bad things that actually mm-hmm. happen mm-hmm. in the family mm-hmm. or in in whatever unit it mm-hmm. is and I always say say this like the the engine room of many zimbabwean families mm. is secrecy mm. and i don't mean that in a good way 100% bro 100% that's the engine room of a lot of zimbabwean families mm. and that should alarm you yeah and should alarm all of us mm-hmm. and how many of us grew up in environments where we saw maybe even the maid was treated like an outcast mm. Mm. They're li- living with you. They expected to take care of the the kids, feed them, and whatever. Mm. But then, when it comes to meal times, when ah, no, we are no jiga, I no jiga southern cabbage, but he mean more jiga rice and chicken because that's the main. Mm-hmm. It's those behaviors mm-hmm. that we have to call out our 
own parents or mm. say good ah, but guys come on how is this okay mm. do you know what i mm. mean mm. and and you risk yourself being the enemy mm-hmm. for the greater good of building a society in it that compassion and empathy mm. and i think that's what you're getting at with your point joguti you have to be alone on the mountain mm. um at some point mm. uh to really say goodie look this is i'm fighting for something genuine here mm-hmm. because i uh, as i think i think zimbabwean men mm-hmm. um we are very fearful mm-hmm. of being the one guy who's up there mm-hmm. calling out the bs mm-hmm. and just saying and not 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 on a podium mm-hmm. but like like you said in your family mm-hmm. with your friends mm-hmm. being the guy good in nangura and i don't support this mm-hmm. yeah i i don't want to be part of yeah. this you know i think in general zimbabwe men were very fearful of that mm-hmm. um even having ge- um genuine conversations mm-hmm. with 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 beat like our fathers mm-hmm. and saying goody i know that i know you got other kids or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Yeah, yeah yeah how many of us mm-hmm. ever would get to that point where we're like mm. but i don't think somurwita is is good for you mm. or or for us mm. whatever the consequence is going to be mm. of you saying mm. it how many of us are getting to that point mm. yokuti we can actually say it i love what you what you're talking about um your trend of thoughts and uh, where you're taking this i'm going to give you an example or something that happened to me very a uh, long time ago with my between my father and myself but before i do that i just wanted to sort of like uh pin a tail on what you're talking about kutim when you uh push back right on the norm in quotation marks when we are to told the line bano bano vanita uh they form they form like um in gadichiko like like a barrier and you immediately on the outside because it's behavior that is not um normal kudevano somebody who holds people to task for their behavior and the things that they say because as is nuzatino ziva nikuti as is common mu culture yedu So what will happen is when you do that you force those that didn't say anything to have to reflect on their shortcomings right if you pull up mudara for his behavior and he rejects and he fights against you anatete are going to side namdara because in you pulling up mudara you're saying in a roundabout way kuti anatete apana zvamukaita so the guilt yavane yavanayo yeye right they don't want to because people there's something about taking accountability and people don't like that they don't like the way that it feels they don't like the way that taking ownership for their mis the shortcomings what that feels like so they'll band together with the villain to squash you because i don't want you to make me feel the way you were just about to make me feel when you addressed your father about his behavior 
because now I feel like shit because I didn't do anything and it's taken you to say something. So fuck you for that. And I'm going to side with your dad. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That's why I you did. find good people who didn't toe the line because you are making it very obvious. Good may say imimi apana jamkaita bamnini pa repa banawao. And they don't want that fucking truth. So they will side with the villain to ostracize you because you make me feel like shit. For standing up to your uncle, you're making us all look like shit. You're making us feel like shit. So we hate you. So let's get rid of this guy. How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? This guy makes us feel like shit. Get rid of him. Uh, we'd like to just toe the line and pretend like as if uh, uh, and you're the trouble. And you're the trouble. The exactly. Right. So that's what happens, right? To my example, many years ago, and you know, this is um, getting into some personal territory, but I think it's important for vulnerability sake and for transparency sake, and to really drive home what we're trying to, what we're talking about is accountability. My dad was a man and, and this is truth. This is not gossip. This is not trying to blah, 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 whatever. This is just fact right? My dad um, had women on the side. So I remember this particular circumstance. Uh, he hadn't paid my school fees for the college that I was going at. It had been, I think, two months. And they were like, oh, school fees, blah, 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 blah. He's home one day in the afternoon. He calls me up and he's like, ah, oh, can you go to this particular school and pay for your sister's school fees? Right? Dude, I blew up in my father's face. We were literally less than 30 centimeters away. I lost it. I was so, so hurt. So, so hurt. And I remember I was crying, I was shouting, and I was crying. And for whatever reason, what happened next, some white man pulls up in his car into our yard who happened to be trying to sell me into the idea of joining his church. He happened to pull up. So as I stormed out, I literally stormed out to meet him in the driveway and he just ushered me in and I sat in the car and I was breaking down and he was giving me words of comfort and everything else. I was so angry, bro. The idea, Yakuti, you have completely ignored my needs. And out of nowhere, this girl who's never grown up in our family, you're choosing to take care of that shit and completely ignore my shit? I went crazy. And at the end of the day, later on in the day, I had sort of like just excused myself and I was just in my room the whole day and I heard a knock on the door and my dad walked in. And he looked at me and in a soft voice, he said, I'm so sorry, Shumba. When did I get it out? Right? And I immediately, can you hear that snap? Immediately, I melted and always, always forgiven. That is the power of accountability. That is the power of taking ownership. And in that moment, my, you know, not having a relationship with my father for so many years prior to that, 
in that moment rudora baba wangu ndakarinzwa in that moment mm-hmm. that is the power of accountability that is the power of taking ownership that is not enough black zimbabwean men that are stepping up to the plate and that is why my father is one of a fucking kind for that because that shit is rare that's that's a powerful story that's a very powerful Dude, story man yeah. and I, you know what? You should totally make a soundbite of of just this mm. this piece. <laughs> you telling that story yeah. because I think it's important to share. Mm. Um, and even even for me, I'm now thinking like um, of of times when when that would have happened as well. Mm. Um, and I think I'm lucky that you know um, I also got the chance to see my father express that kind of vulnerability mm-hmm. and accountability mm-hmm. um when i was old mm-hmm. because sometimes i think when you're younger you take it for granted mm. you know if it happens um and it depends on who you are as well mm. like, you know mm. uh, i know many times um now as an adult i look back and i'm like shit up I'm, I'm glad he said this when i was 15 because mm. it's now resonating with you yeah. um i'm i'm freaking 37 mm-hmm. uh but like um one one such instance that i remember was um you know after i left sim i went to Aussie, mm-hmm. I was, um you know at uni mm-hmm. but he couldn't pay the fees mm. and i saw some of the darkest personal times that i ever faced mm. because i was literally like I was living in hostel not paying the fees mm. uh but I was going to school not paying the tuition mm. um the part-time job that I was working was truly part-time <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no way I could have raised yeah, you know yeah. that kind of money uh, anyway uh, I wasn't about to do anything sketchy but at the same time I didn't want to give the impression to my parents that things weren't working out I knew things weren't working out mm. but it wasn't an active sort of like okay uh things are not working out right now so whatever the case may be let's see what we can do mm-hmm. he only said it like this is like after i couldn't complete my my degree mm-hmm. right and then he calls me and he's just like i'm really sorry i feel like i failed you mm-hmm. Now the crazy thing is I started actually feeling bad cuz I was like this man has never said anything like mm, this to mm, me mm, <laughs> and it was it was it was weird to have him say that but it was comforting mm, mm, mm. because it was a realization that he also understood the pain that mm, I had to go through yeah yeah to get to a point where I was like I cannot finish this degree mm. Mm, yeah wow 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 and it was nice to see that happen also at that stage in life because i was in my 20s mm. because i could understand mm, yeah yeah and this is why yeah. i think you telling your story is is very powerful because for him to apologize to you like that mm. must have been very hard for your dad mm I think for me so yeah I'm oh, sorry bro um yeah you you got me on one this one but um 
I think for me, <laughs> I think for me that makes that moment more powerful because as hard as it may have been for him I meant more to him that it made him overcome the difficulty that it might have been for him yeah. you understand and yeah. that makes it more powerful that makes it more powerful for me and that's why it hit me the way that it did then because I actually cried after he said that and that's all he came to do and he gently just left the room you know i wanted to say it after he said it that you probably bawled your eyes out after that like you know kuchema kweka kokuti you feel like your chest is about to come yeah, out yeah yeah it 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 felt in that moment that it felt like my father finally saw me because i'd never really felt like i was the apple of his eye and i was his only son and we fucking looked the same now i don't know whether because i never had that relationship for me to know what he must have felt like growing up growing up without his real father because of the family politics and dynamics of what happened between my grandmother and my grandfather i don't know how that affected him that father the lack of the father son relationship the absence the inability to connect with me this is somebody that never had the opportunity to connect with his own father mm-hmm. so i can't i i couldn't remain angry at my father and i remember saying to tray that you can't forgive somebody without loving them first that is True. the reality of it i had to allow myself to to reduce the anger that i'd carried for so many years the resentment in order to forgive my father i had to to open myself up to loving him first it doesn't work the other way around it doesn't we're fooling ourselves if we're thinking that could i forgive you no you have to love first and it's not love in a romantic way or you you can't sleep no it's love in the human sense yekuti we are all flawed we all have demons we have to understand that that a lot of the things that happen to us are not intentional but there is a consequence of what happened to the person that has put us in these dire times and i yeah, think exactly bro so there has to be that relatability there in the sense you could this is another human being that went through their shit and they fucked up right and in order for them for me to say goodie i forgive you for that i have to acknowledge that and i have to accept that about them and i have to love them for who they are not what i would have wanted them to be not what i want them to be in the moment but accept them for who they are and say i forgive you so taps do you think that moment that particular moment changed your relationship with your dad moving forward i think what it did for me was there was a lot of um 
there was a lot of um, what's that word that I that I'd like to say? There was a lot of uh, abandoned buildings that were never completed um, in my relationship with my father. Uh, my relationship with my dad is one of potential that never materialized, that never was fulfilled. That's what it was. And I think that moment, what that did for me is it allowed me to see there was love there. There was an acknowledgement. There was a, uh, um, he did see me to some capacity. But I think there was a lot of water under the bridge at the same time. And I don't think he had the tools and the ability or the skill to be able to bridge the gap between us. And I being in my teens was in no way, shape or form capable of even being be beginning to figure it out how this can be, how, how, how I can bridge the gap. Because the whole time I was thinking, my dad doesn't really maybe love me like that, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I yeah. think it gave me the, um, the awareness, Yeguti, my father loves me. I just don't know maybe the depths of that love, but I know there's love there, you know? So like it's there, but you cannot pinpoint it. Exactly. Right. You, you, you can't. And I think it just goes, it just goes. And the thing is, my dad was a great communicator. My dad was very expressive, but I just don't know what maybe to a certain extent went, didn't, didn't, didn't click for us. Because I remember there was a time where I had a cold and it's one of the memories that I have that I hold very dear to me when, when I think about my dad. And, and I remember getting home from what the fuck, whatever fuck I was coming from, but Nancy Ruara. And I was in a bad mm -hmm. way. And I remember, I think my mom, my tablets, and there was a, we had this really, really long couch and it had been placed because it was winter time. So they would move the couches close to the fireplace. And I remember laying down to get some rest. And out of nowhere, my dad came with a blanket and he covered me. And it was wow. the most amazing, <laughs> amazing feeling that literally washed over me. And he did it with so much love and so gentle as he did it with so much care and attention. That is one of the, the, the memories that I hold so dear when I think about my father. So, right. so it's things like that, that I know that somewhere, somehow there was something there, but the fracture, the, the inabilities, Zagatanga Kare, Zagatanga Kare Nasekuru, you know, Nizagatika Nambuya, Zagatanga Kare, to form the man that he became. And whether he was ready to have a son, and we're reflections of our fathers, Wawana. I think sometimes as a black man, it's easier to have a daughter because they're far removed from, we don't see ourselves as much in, in girls than we do in, in boys. And I think when you have your first born is your son and they fucking goddamn look like you, it's literally like a mirror in it. And, and, and if you, and if there's issues yeah. there with yourself, with your life, 
and there's anger there because of your life experiences and your relationship with your with your father because your son looks like his grandfather too. There's so much in that that the desire might have been there for us to connect on that level, but maybe there was just too much pain for him. Maybe there's just too much fracture that was there in him that it was just never quite clicked. I'm grateful that it would take an incredible amount of work. Yeah, yeah. And I'm grateful in the sense Yakuti Daga recognizer a lot of those traits, the villain within me. And my son is the one that brought it out because without if I had a daughter, I'd have just been harboring fucking Thanos, Disengazir, you know, ready to, cr- to 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 crush somebody, right? But because I got a reflection of, you know, my son reminds me of my dad. He like, looks like me. He's like, fuck. And I think it brought out the, the, the poison, right? It was, it was literally mm-hmm. brought out. And I think that's what it was. So I think ultimately, because there's one thing that I wanted to ask you before, you know, before we get the fuck out of here, was Kuti... Yeah. Nyaya Yekuti Isusu as Zimbabwean black men, or just black men. Let's let's look at it like that. But from Zimbabwe. <laughs> yeah. Kuti, maybe it's a question that I can ask you. Do you honestly see a, a way out of this? And if there is a way out of this, what is that path? Because I think we can write off certain generations. There's certain generations I think we're going to have to write off. I don't want to speak for you. I just want you to answer that question. And, 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 and I want to kind of gauge what you think. Knowing this, let me repeat, this is getting into the mindset of that. Do you honestly think there's, there's a redemption, there's salvation for the black man in Zimbabwe? Kanakuti, mati leaves, atutukuverenga, matero cards, atutukuverenga, asunakumiramushi. Honestly, short answer, mm-hmm. no. Mm. There's, there's no chance. Mm. There's no chance in hell. Um, But I feel like I need to explain that. Yeah, go on. Maybe one of the best things that's ever happened to us, and... I really feel almost disingenuous um, saying mm-hmm. this, but maybe one of the best things that has happened to us mm-hmm. is the ability to experience other cultures mm-hmm. outside of Zimbabwe if we have the opportunity to do so. Mm, yeah. Because that's where I've seen the most mileage among Zimbabwean men mm. to becoming better. Right, right, right. Because when you start interacting with cultures and learning certain things, mm-hmm. Zeguti, you start questioning your, your own doings. Mm. But if these guys are doing this, <laughs> um, what's, what's, what's the thing? Mm. I had this happen to me um, when I moved to Aussie. Mm-hmm. And I realized like in Aussie, it wasn't uncommon Mm -hmm. for a guy to marry a girl he had been with since they were like 17. Mm. 
or 15 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming from Zimbabwe where it, it felt impossible. Mm, mm. Like those are the times you're, you're playing games. Yeah, big time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ah, you're playing games uh, those times. Yeah. But over time, I was like, how are they doing it? Mm. Are they just built different? Do you know mm. what I mean? But it's also the lens you get to see, mm. the lens they get to see mm. as they're growing up, the exposure to relationships. Not saying that, you know, Aussie men were a perfect reflection of mm-hmm. of, of the male, mm-hmm. but yeah. there were certain things that you could mm-hmm. learn. And I think that's why there's so much mileage mm-hmm. because if we can find the sweet spot mm-hmm. of Zimbabweans mm-hmm. that are being raised outside of Zimbabwe mm-hmm. and you can get the best of both worlds, mm-hmm. especially if the parenting is mm-hmm. um, in tune mm-hmm from the mother and the father, mm-hmm. regardless of whether they're together or not, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That is where, sorry, that is where mm-hmm. Zimbabwean men mm-hmm. have the biggest chance of becoming better mm-hmm. versions of anything we've seen mm-hmm. up to this point. Mm-hmm. In Zimbabwe itself, mm-hmm. hardcore, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Until everybody gets out of survival mode mm-hmm. and can afford mm-hmm. to critique little behaviors mm-hmm. with no worry about are we, are we going to have chingwa mangwan mm-hmm. because survival mode is costing us all the critical thinking mm-hmm. it's costing us the opportunities to look internally Mm -hmm. because Zimbabwe right now is just a war of either you surviving or supporting the right political party or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And with, with those problems, which are huge problems Mm -hmm. for us right Mm -hmm. now, there's no platform for Zimbabwean men to truly um, look at the problem Mm -hmm. and address it collectively. Mm -hmm. There's nothing. Mm -hmm. And there's also no willingness. Mm. But within the comforts of other countries, not saying they're better per se, Mm. but sometimes you actually do have Mm. the tools around Mm. you, the downtime Mm. and the economic capacity to unpack some of these things and say, can we do something about it? Mm. Me being a... I think better father to my son and my daughter mm. is facilitated by the fact that I'm in an environment where these things are talked about often. Mm. Even how men are affected with uh, are affected by having children. Mm. Mm. So that's 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 the long answer um, to your question. Wow! Wow! Yeah, that's that's. Um a lot of powerful things that you said there. Um, I would personally think in a, 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 a genuine, authentic, real analysis of the situation um, is the cold, hard truth of where we find ourselves. And I think what I'll do just to add on that is what we've lacked in Zimbabwe is evolution, the inability to evolve as a society. 
we're stuck in antiquated behaviors and systems that go from the home to structures in government and organizations and so forth. And we've also suffered from the fact that the melting pot concept, you know, the fact you go to overseas, you can go onto the main street and there's Indian restaurants, there's Chinese restaurants, there's communities, you know, my Jews and, you know, my, my Asians and my Arabs, you know, South Americans have their thing, which is what you tend to get in most modern societies or modern countries. We, 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 we've lacked that. So this, 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 this lack of, of, of touching other cultures as you speak on, I think is essential because I think that exchange, that uh, osmosis that happens when people start to interact with people from other cultures, other races, and there's even intermarriage and people understanding their cultures and their practices and their level of expectations and so forth is also essential. Uh, evolution in the sense, Yakuti, normalizing conversations, normalizing mental health and men talking and having peer groups and support groups and systems in place and being able to invest that. I think that comes obviously with privilege because the West has been privileged for a very long time off of the backs of, off, off of the, 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 the sweat and the, the, the backs of African people. So they have the privilege, they've been able to be in positions whereby economically, society-wise, they've been able to, to push money into things like well-being. That's why things like yoga and all these Eastern practices are so big in Los Angeles and everything else. It's a privilege to be able to, to even have those things. Whereas in countries like Zimbabwe and our neighbors and the rest of these African, you know, it's, uh, African countries, it's all about survival. It's all about hand to mouth. And we're going to see, just to digress slightly, is we're going to start to see behaviors change as the West starts to collapse because it's happening. And we're going to start to see people regress back into Neanderthal mode. It's just we've been, in a certain way, it's almost like it's a gift and a curse because we've kind of been in this system of thinking and acting in, for a very long time that can only go up. Whereas compared to a system that has been elevated up for such a long time that it's starting to crumble. But I think awareness of self, awareness of each other is very, very important and I think as long as pane, things that are there from churches to political um, groups and stuff like that, that champion everything else besides the things that matter, then like you, I don't believe there's going to be change. Because this is no champion waga. Ultimately, right? So, like you, I just think Kutita cross at that threshold now where people can't tell, Tamu gray zone, where people can't even tell that their behavior is foul anymore. <laughs> That's so true. I, they can't, bro. Like, it's not even good. I don't go denier for the sake of denier. They legitimately believe that there's nothing wrong in what they're doing. What they do. And we've gotten to the stage whereby making money and like it's like no listen I've got a it's like what over a, a, a bottle of castle <laughs> like my nigga what the what what did she 
that's like what is it that you that you're doing? Yeah, yeah. So so exactly, man. It's it's absolutely crazy. Saga, for me, I think like you, I'll just wrap it up by saying, Kuti, I don't, I don't hold high hopes. I think Kuti, so I told on Bible, 144,000 because we all fucked, bruv. It's true now. I know it's like 144,000, 7 billion. Listen, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a religious person. I'm a spiritual person, but I give props to the Bible when it turns up and it turned up 144,000 because the threshold has been crossed and I don't think we're going to be able to reverse this shit. Right? So all I'll say to that in passing, Kuti, listen, I hope our conversation has stimulated some sort of retrospective thinking and challenging us and pushing us to be better because ultimately that's what this is all about. So I would like to thank my brother, the incredible, the talented MJ Wemoto for gracing us with his presence on this chapter three of Healing the Melanin. Thank you so much, my brother. Bro, thank you. The pleasure is all mine. I, I really feel like uh, talking to you feels like therapy, you know? No, thank you, and bro. And it's great to talk to somebody who who is so in touch with, with their own world mm-hmm. because it helps me to look at my own mm-hmm. and then think, how can I also, mm-hmm. you know, um, be better to those around mm-hmm. me and uh, just thanks for having me on. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. We should do this. We again. got it. And I was just saying, <laughs> I was actually saying that got team, I, I, it's like this here, like Tower Aqua is like, um, it's like a Airbus, right? They, you know, like, you know, there's whatever, 380, the big one. In a two of my pilots and the captain thing. And then there's a jump seat. <laughs> you know, the, the third pilot. Like, I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to schmooze. I might have to romance as we're talking about earlier. Trey, could you Trey, listen, we got a jump seat here for the boy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because big, big shout out to Trey, but I'm not trying to take <laughs> anything away. Yeah, she's probably grinding her teeth like, why ya water? <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, so yeah. No, but I, I'm sure she's gonna be, she's gonna be so excited uh, to hear what we had to talk about. I know she is. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much again. And on that note, as we wrap this up, uh, I'll be remiss not to play one of my favorite tracks from you. Um so yeah let's 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 get this blessings bro Shaking her ass in Dubai. So do I. 